0: Hey, welcome to our podcast channel here on Double K Country. I'm Mike Harbin. A little bit different type of interview that we're going to do this time around. Uh, this one uh, uh, strictly on the podcast channel with a couple of exceptions, but gives us an opportunity to uh, get a chance to talk kind of in free form with our with our guest today, and that being Nevada Tiger football coach Wes Beechler. Normally we don't bring him in during the summer months, uh, at least until, Oct- uh, until August, when we get ready to get the season underway for the Tiger Talk programs. But to say things have been a little bit different would be an understatement. So we need to kind of go through those things a little bit, especially as the Nevada Tigers uh, get ready to join other schools in the area and finally getting things back underway or at least trying to get some normalcy in by getting their summer conditioning and weight programs going and then trying to work their way towards uh, the start of the the fall practices coming up in August. And, uh, Wes, great to see you. It's been a while. Good to
1: see you too, Mike. Pretty good. The last time I saw you was a basketball game, I think, in Carthage, and you were still having the – some issues with your voice. So I'm glad that's Yes, uh,
0: yes, that was uh Yeah, that was. A, uh, thanks for reminding me. That was a. <laughs> that was a trying time. That's exactly right. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a lot better than it was back then. So, but in fact, that started the the last week of the football season. Yeah, I remember. Uh, so, yeah, I do, I, I when I talked game. to you, I was really surprised
1: that hang yeah, exactly. on. But I guess when you do what you do for a living, you know, it can hang on for a
0: while. Yeah, exactly. And with everything that happened, you know, with everybody's health after that, who knows what we were going through at that time? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I'm not going to get any conspiracy theories. But yeah. let's let's. Uh, <laughs> that was for those wondering that was back in october so <laughs> but yeah. any but at any rate let's uh it's, it has been a different time because uh i don't know if you've set foot in the school building yet or not since uh since the end of spring break but uh you went to spring break and uh and then again then uh, didn't return back to school I, i'm sure that had to be uh, had to be a different feeling for you and, and for everybody well
1: yeah it definitely was and it, it was just odd because you know one thing that uh, we battled last year was had a lot of injury problems and had a lot of young kids playing so one thing I was looking forward to was this spring getting the kids back, you know, consistently. And we did over the winter too, but the whole spring we're hoping to get stronger, faster, you know, gain some mobility and flexibility and hopefully cut down on some of the injuries we had. And, and also just to get our young kids more Friday night ready. And, uh, that, that didn't, come to fruition because of what what took place but I know a lot of kids had home gyms you know a few parents told me that their kids you know they have they had enough in their garage or whatever that they just went ahead and kept doing the workout cycles that we were in Um, I know some parents have told me I sent out body weight workouts that are pretty pretty intensive Um, and I know some parents some of their kids were doing that In fact, I had one parent tell me that there's a towel exercise we were doing where you hook over a door frame and you pull yourself to the door and she said she was afraid that her son was going to pull the door off and I said well he'll have plenty of time to fix it if he does because he doesn't have a lot else going on and then there's been a few kids that you know have been able to um just have a little bit of weight like a bar or something and have been been continuing to do something so we're, we hope they all stayed in some um uh, kind of shape whether it's just through running and body weight stuff but um uh, we're hope they they manage to to fight through some of that and, and and stay active to some degree.
0: And that's the thing, you know. Everybody has to. I guess there's some type of an honor system here at some point that you have to go through. And just, all you can do is just. It's not like you go to, go to the house and make sure they're doing what they need to do. You had to trust them. And I guess every coach was in the same boat. So, see, so do you feel like you're? You know although you just mentioned what you wanted to work on to try to get you know bigger stronger faster but do you feel like uh, everybody's kind of on the same level at this point uh, you know with what they've had to deal with
1: I would think so you know there's now I know that I've talked to a few coaches that are in a in a conference in their in their class five schools and they said a lot of their kids have access to the home gyms they had like I talked to one coach and he said he felt like maybe thirty percent or more thirty to forty percent of their kids had a full Bench, squat, 300, up to 325, maybe even some 500 pounds of weights in their garage at home. Well, those kids had an advantage. But I think across the board, most people are dealing with the same kind of stuff, you know, and um, it's unfortunate. But like you said, everybody's on a level playing field. And, you know, I sent out a few reminders to the kids that uh, you know there will come a time when the in season will tell us what you were doing in the off season and even though it was an extended and unorthodox off season if they were staying active and doing either the workouts that I was sending out or or, or staying on the cycles in their in their garage or wherever they had access to weights they'll be in good enough shape that we'll know the kids that that fell into that I'm going to sit on the couch and enjoy this time off and the ones that you know, spent some of that time still working out, and I've seen a few of them. I've run across a few of them just in town the last couple of weeks, and some of them look pretty good. Some of them look pretty strong, like they've been remained active, and a few look like they maybe haven't been so active. So we'll have to get them back in shape this summer.
0: Are you more concerned from a from a strength standpoint uh, with weight training, or from their conditioning standpoint? I
1: think you know it. it It varies on who you talk to, Mike, but, you know, a lot of people will tell you um, it takes you conditioning-wise, it takes you three to four weeks to get in peak shape, and it takes you one to a little bit less than two to get out of shape, and so... I'm not as worried about the conditioning, you know, the, the winter and spring is usually a time when we see a lot of our younger kids just because they're hitting 16, 17, we're talking sophomores and juniors, that they'll gain that 10, 15, 20 pounds of body weight. Their bench will go up. You know, we had a lot of kids went up a lot from when we tested in September to when we tested in March and we're hoping for another big jump from March until July. And now that probably won't be quite as big, but, um, so was to answer your question um I think it's primarily we we lost some strength gains we were hoping to make and I think the condition will mm-hmm. come back around cuz I think a, a, quite a few of them um were out running and doing things like mm-hmm. that and uh in fact I was at the school today and one of our, our girls basketball players knocked on the weight room door and I opened up and just talked to her for a little bit and she was out running so I think mm-hmm. a lot a lot of the kids you know, some kids have drive, and they're going to go out and find a way, and they're going to, and they're going to do something, and some kids are, are, are going
0: to be a little more likely to, to take advantage of the situation and, and be pretty dormant for a while. So hopefully we didn't have very many of those. Some schools have already gotten things underway, uh, started back on June the 1st, and uh, have been going at it now for, well, this will be week two for some schools in the area. But uh, Nevada took a cautious approach, uh, and I know the Big A Conference is going to stick with the 20 contact days as well rather than the unlimited that Misha was going to allow this summer. So how do you feel about going into the summer?
1: Well, I, I- I don't understand, and you know I don't want the mission people calling my cell phone or anything. But I, I don't understand why they went unlimited. I think some guys are gonna go really crazy with mm-hmm. that. Um, I, I'm glad the Big Eight Conference agreed to 20 contact days. But one thing that we're doing that I have not done a lot of in the past, we're gonna do some seven on seven down at Carthage. That'll be strictly a volunteer thing. The first time we'll go is on June 22nd, uh, and if if parents don't feel like they want their kids interacting down there, that's fine. It, it, we're not gonna hold it against the kids. But that's just something where with our kids not competing in baseball and track and stuff in the spring, we felt it was important to get them just in a competitive atmosphere again. Uh, so we're going to do that. So that's, that's one thing we're going to do differently. But um, we will hit all 20 contact days, which some years I don't. And I, I, most people – or some people may not understand that, but I know a very few coaches, Mike, that go all 20. I mean, a, a lot of a lot of those coaches feel like that's summertime for the kids. We know they have a lot of baseball and basketball in June, so we try not to hit a lot of contact days in June. And if you just go in July, you're only going to hit about – a realistic amount is around 14, 15. And usually I hit in that 14 to 17 range. I don't strive to get to 20, but I feel like you're you're losing a lot of time if you don't get to at least 12, so – this year we will hit 20. I looked at the calendar today that we're going to give the kids next week when we get back together, and we're going to hit right on 20 contact days and then throw our camp in there. You know, we have two weeks of camp, hopefully. You know, it's pretty hard to practice or have a football camp if you have social distancing still going on. So our, our camp scheduled for June 29th. If we are not allowed to have contact by then, we'll have to postpone that to a later time and, and go from there. But it's, it's going to be pretty fluid. You know, the next the next two to three weeks will be pretty fluid, and hopefully. And – you know, three to four weeks, it's pretty back to, mm-hmm. to normal, and then we can get, get rolling a little better.
0: You know, you brought up a good point with the other coaches because, you know, you always have to kind of coordinate things during the summertime anyway, and uh, I know you have good relationships over there with the other coaches. Does this make it even more of a, of a crazy situation trying to work around everybody's schedules? Yeah, and, you know,
1: what I told, um, you know, I sent an email out um, to Coach Gray and, and to Coach Hawks, and, and that's the primary two, Coach Penn, you know, the baseball guys are aware too, but I sent an email out to them and I just said, Hey, if, if we're doing something football related and you have a shootout or a wrestling team camp, go, and, and we're not going to hold against those kids. Cause I mean, our goal coming into this summer was we weren't going to start weights anyway till June 8th. And uh, of course I got backed up to the 15th. Um, and then we were going to not have any contact days till June 29th when we started that first week at camp. And so we're, we're kind of opening up June mm-hmm. for, for, um, basketball shootouts and for baseball tournaments and the kids a lot of times leave on thursday or early friday morning so we didn't there's never really been a good point for meeting on friday morning you, you have a dozen to 15 kids gone every time but um, we're gonna go ahead and go on fridays these next two weeks and if the kids have to be gone because they have other obligations that's fine
0: well, as uh, let's talk about uh, next week. As as you get things rolling, June the fifteenth, uh, again, all sports are going to be able to to get in uh, some uh, weight training and summer conditioning. So it's not it's not just football players, obviously, uh, but you work with all the athletes in your weight training your weight training classes anyway. So are you going to be concentrating on just football, or will you be working with the other with the other sports as well?
1: Well, right now, generally, Mike, I um I meet with football in the early mornings. We'll meet at six or six thirty. Uh, And then Coach Barnes and I, um, the last two summers, have had non-football athletes, girls basketball, and even middle schoolers come in at 10 on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. And we had a weight training session with anybody who wanted to come in at that time. And we usually had about mm, 20 to 30 kids come into that session. Um, so I think I'll do that again once I get to go ahead to have all the kids in the weight room together, you know, um, right now on the 15th, we're just going to meet on the track and we're going to keep the kids spaced out. We're going to do kind of some body weight stuff, kind of some military type training and just see how many kids we have showing up. And then on day two, they'll have scheduled times. We'll have seven in the weight room, seven in a hallway and seven in the auxiliary gym. And then after a certain amount of time, we'll rotate, we'll wipe everything down before the next kid comes in. And then, you know, they'll be in for 45 minutes, that group of 21, and then there'll be a 15-minute break, and we'll wipe everything down again, and then 21 more kids will come in. So once we once we get the go-ahead to have multiple kids in the weight room instead of just one per rack in the weight room, then we'll go ahead and, and look at opening up Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays at 10 o'clock for – any other athletes that want to come in and get back Mm -hmm. in shape before we start the school year.
0: you talk about that process of making sure everything gets wiped down. Where do those guidelines come from? Is that a a district guideline or from CDC or where does it come from? I I
1: think it's coming from CDC, but, um, Dr. B. Shore and, and Mr. Darter, our our principal and John McNeil, of course, athletic director, they've done a really good job of, you know, they sent an in depth email today about what we need to do. And I stopped and visited with them and and had a conference call with them to make sure we were doing the things the way they need to be done. So, that's where it's coming from. From now, I, you know, I, I, just have a lot of trust in those guys, and they're gonna, they're gonna do what they think is important to do, and we're gonna follow it, and, and hopefully we come out of this saying the next two to three weeks.
0: If things go according to schedule, we don't have any setbacks. How to, how does the summer pan out time wise?
1: As far as like, yeah, uh, yeah, your,
0: your, your, your timeline. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, our first camp hopefully is June 29th through July 2nd. And then we'll give them Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. And then we're rolling. We're going to go weight room and contact days, um, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. We'll probably give them Wednesdays off. It's a good recovery day. Just we'll hit them hard on Monday and Tuesday. We'll have Wednesday off and we'll go Thursday, Friday and I'll we'll have the weekend off again. Um, and then the Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday will be weight training. And then right now we have Monday and Thursday, I believe, is contact day. So after the weight train, we'll get on the field and and go over some plays and and Mm -hmm. do things like that. And then our second camp is, I believe, July 27th through 31st. And then we'll go into the fall sports dead week. I think it blends August 1st through August 9th. And on the 10th, we start practice. So I hope that's the way things work out. Um, You know, it's pretty tough. I was talking to somebody the other day, and it was another coach in the area, and and he asked me how I felt about if, if they if they kick us back to online stuff and cancel football if we get and I said you know I don't I honestly don't know very many coaches that get in this for themselves most coaches get into coaching and teaching because they like to work with kids face to face in a classroom and athletic arena and it it would be tough to be a, a, you know an online class guy and and not have football and and not be interacting with kids in the weight room. That'd be tough, but hopefully it doesn't come to that. And our, our summer works out the way we have it planned and we can get rolling to back. I I really think we, you know, as a society, we need sports too. I think Mm -hmm. sports is a big outlet. Sports is is good for kids. And, and uh, I think it's just, we need to get back to that normalcy in our in our society.
0: Yeah, that would be a real travesty because we we saw how much of a disappointment it was for the spring sport athletes. You know, you know, you were going to be helping with track, that didn't happen. Uh, you know, all the sports I had to sit idle, and uh, of course, not to mention all the. Uh, the things that happen at the end of the school year, anyway, especially for the seniors. So uh, hopefully, uh, uh, we will uh, be able to do things the the right way and uh, get back in the classrooms and uh, be ready to go and uh, be back there out there on Friday nights because uh, that would definitely that would definitely be missed. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm I, I can't remember. I might see a for sale sign in front of my building. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I mean. I, I People,
1: you know, I'm getting, I'm, I'm approaching. I'm, I'm not that yes. close, but I'm approaching retirement age, and, and I've had a few former players have called me over this uh during this coronavirus downtime, and which I appreciate them doing, and and they just say, "Can you imagine not coaching?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. "I, I've been on the sideline as a player or a coach for I don't know how many years now in a row, and it will be a very odd thing, and so I understand what." With the track coaches and baseball coaches and those players i feel for the seniors you know i think uh, we have a lot of outstanding young men um, that miss baseball and track that we're mm-hmm. really looking forward to at their senior year and, and that's disappointing and those things are frustrating but uh you know hopefully they can they can bounce back from that and they'll be resilient and, and move forward but that that'd be tough to miss the spring semester or the spring the final quarter of your senior mm-hmm. year and then miss your spring sports would be a tough for anybody you know i know we had a lot of track kids that that were got to state or were close to state last year were looking forward to it and mm-hmm. it didn't get a chance to, to make take that step so yeah.
0: in 35 years of doing play-by-play this is the longest stretch i've gone without doing a game i'm quite certain my wife is sick of me by this point <laughs> <laughs> so it's ready for me to start getting on the road and doing games again yeah, so. right. it's, it's been it's it's been
1: odd you know i know yeah. a lot of people um, and, and we did too you know we, we, we had our kids read and they had to study World War II early on and a little bit into Vietnam and things like that and boys, sometimes it's a fight to get them to sit down and read a book and, and learn about World War II or something like that but we tried to keep them thinking to some degree for some period during the day it's, it was a rough deal
0: you know, I had a, I had a conversation with the spring co- uh, spring coaches, uh, all of them, uh, when of course when it became evident the seasons weren't going to happen and things like that, and had the conversation about whether uh, whether or not uh, the student athletes would have a greater appreciation for the opportunities that they have, uh, especially especially in extracurriculars and notably sports here. Uh, do you see that? You think even in the fall, uh, a, a better appreciation for for those opportunities that they have?
1: Yeah, I think we'll see that. And it's interesting. I was talking to another Big Eight coach, and I, and I called him on Wednesdays to see how it was going and kind of how they were doing, you know, following the guidelines and stuff. And, um, he said he goes coach i'll tell you one thing i'm not fighting to get kids in here like most summers you know a lot of Mm -hmm. times in the summer you know the kids school's out you give them a week or two off and you start your summer program you got to call a few kids hey come on man we're and he said everybody's there and they're ready to go because they've they've been so pent up for so long they just can't wait to get to the weight room and get going and run and everything Mm -hmm. so i hope that's a similar thing here so apparently we're where this um coach is located now he does more that he does all the boys weightlifting, he has hundred and twenty a day mm-hmm. and they're not all football. He he thinks about seventy of them will be football, which is a good number, but he said they're there. He doesn't have to call anybody, nobody's missing, they're there ready to go. When he gets there some mornings he's got a few kids already there. So I think I think they have realized that it's it, you know, extracurriculars are really important and really cool. It probably goes for band kids and, and you know, all the other extracurriculars as well they, they probably will have a little more appreciation for what it's all about
0: well we look forward to it we're going to talk we'll talk X's and O's later on in the summer uh, when you start getting into that and uh, hopefully your contact days uh, coming up as you said and uh, talk a little bit more about uh, those areas that you're, you're going to look to to improve upon to obviously uh, better the fortunes of Nevada Tiger football coming up this fall uh, I'm sure a lot of people are driven by uh, Nevada High School in front of the track and your practice field and wondering what the world's going on over there yeah it looks like your a little pit of pipe over there <laughs>
1: Well, well, fortunately, I'm not. You know, yeah. that's, that's been a hot job. Um, had somebody contact me today about cutting a tree down their yard for firewood. And I'm like, uh you know, cutting wood when it's 50 and 60 is not too bad. When it's 90 degrees, it's a pretty rough gig. But, th- yeah, they're uh, getting a sprinkler system put in. And, and, you know, if you've ever been by there – and I know you have, but mm. if anybody's ever gone by there in in late August through mid September to you know, it gets a little rainier towards mid to late September. But man, we're we're practicing on concrete slab almost by mid September some years, so that that'll be much appreciated and make make the practice conditions much better.
0: Very good. Look forward to that being uh, done, so that'll be to good use uh, this summer and uh, we wish you the best of luck and uh, moving forward and uh, hopefully we're able to continue this progress that we think we're going to have and uh, we can get ready to start talking about the season. Seasons later this year, uh, going to start August 28th, a little bit later uh, date uh, for reporting for fall sports, August 10th. Gosh, well, it was two years ago. We started. You started on July 31st. July 31st. And yeah. uh, so now a little bit more reasonable starting on august 10th for the fall start of fall practices and the first game on august the 28th hopefully that's a little bit of a blessing in disguise as well to try to give everybody a little bit more time to deal with
1: this well like we talked off the air mike it it's really hot for early june i mean it's really, so i hope this trend isn't can you hope this is just a a snap that's going to go on through and this isn't this isn't like it's going to get hotter from here and um i think it's supposed to be cooler this week already yeah. but uh yeah it's it's uh it'll be nice to to avoid you know Before they backed it up, we were actually last year supposed to start on July 30th. And that would have just been crazy, and so I'm glad that August 10th is much preferable to the end of July to start practices.
0: Yeah, Kind of a, I guess a little prognosis about your upcoming season. Obviously, for those who have forgotten, you had a whale of injuries last year, played basically freshmen and sophomores uh, throughout most of the entire season, if not almost all of it, Uh, so uh, got some players coming back that uh, went through that, so how do you, at least uh, at this date that we're recording here in early June, how do you feel about the upcoming fall?
1: Well, pretty encouraged because, I mean, you have all this extra time. So, especially early on, I started going back through and watching last year's film. uh, And by the time we got to week 10, we just saw some freshmen doing some very good things. And most people will remember, I think, that week 10, we played number one seed Mount Vernon. It was 0-0 at the end of the first quarter, and we were starting four freshmen on defense, and the fifth one was playing a lot on defense. And they held Mount Vernon, who was – number one seed in our district, and I think averaged probably over 28. That's a guess, Mm -hmm. but they were constantly over around 26 to 34 points in their games. Had them in a zero zero ball game at the end of the first quarter with a bunch of freshmen out there and quite a few sophomores, and we moved the ball consistently. Now, we went for it on fourth down a lot, didn't have anything to lose, (laughs) but we were were getting a lot of first downs against them going three or four yards at a time once again with freshmen and sophomore offensive linemen. So, feel pretty good about that. Just going back through and – One thing I did was I watched weeks one, two, and three pretty thoroughly and then jumped to eight, nine, and ten. And the difference between our young kids against Reed Springs and some of those teams early on, Mount Vernon the first time, and then watched them against Cassville and Mount Vernon late in the year when we played Mount Vernon again, big improvement. So we hope we continue to, to build on that.
0: All right, look forward to it, and uh, wish you the best of luck the rest of the summer. Thanks for taking time out. I know you, got a, you have a busy week coming up, so I appreciate you taking a little bit of time for us here on the podcast, and uh, look forward to talking here later on in the summer. Thanks for the time.
1: All right, thank you, Mike.
0: Beta Tiger head coach Wes Beechler. I'm Mike Harbitt. Thanks for joining us here on the Double K Country Podcast channel. I'm Mike Say Thanks for joining us.